You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. This is your boy Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today, why well, I have a, the return of an awesome dynamic duo. They got a dope project out now, and I got a big announcement as soon as we jump in, though. But they're, they're awesome, they're amazing. They are fugitive homes. Let me introduce first up the one, the only Mr. Christian De Mateo. And then Mr. James Lines, Wepa Muchachos. How are you guys today? Good, good. How are you, man? How's it going? I am doing I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing awesome. Thanks for coming on. This darn camera don't want to be sent to property. So you look at me sideways. I have to, I have to keep moving. What am I? I'm on the boat. It's popping. Anyway, how are you guys doing? Man, we are so psyched to be back on the show. We did. When we did uh, uh, Containment Breach Volume 2 and got to meet you, uh, it was an absolute high point of our interviews and the wild time. And and I've been telling everyone, you got to watch tonight because Al usually gets me to curse. So we're, we're down. <laughs> are, you, you know, are you trying to say I'm a fucking sailor? Me? I would never motherfucking curse. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's not too hard to <laughs> get in the fuck curse. <laughs> Mr. Would James, you say, Mr. Chris. Yeah. Guys, you guys were my 111th episode, and I'm at over 300 now, so you were over 200 episodes ago since we last spoke. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Man, you've been working. I have been working, but so have you guys. So let me just say something. We got to do this, guys. I don't know if you guys got some drinks next to your sign. I don't know if you're like me, where you got sign look handy, because you have made... From what I understand, 100 backers on your Kickstarter today. 100 backers. There we go. That's a long one for you. 100 backers. Congrats. And cheers to you all. I'll go ahead. You can't go. Captain America says, drink up, mi gente. Cheers. Kaboom. Thanks, man. Big accomplishment Thank for you, us. Man. Uh, we've been amazing. Really, like uh, was that you're already funded. You're already funded too. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, we've been kicking ass since we last saw you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, right. That's what I want to know about. Since so, since you last saw us and, 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 and the fellow crusaders that are watching, tell us what's that journey been like. What what were the lessons learned from that last project? that you went ahead and, and, and placed onto this one. That was that journey. So let's start with Christian. No, actually, no, James. He came in last, but you're going to start first. <laughs> All right. First shall be yeah. last. And the last shall be first. <laughs> so we, we got uh, – we uh, we funded on this one, not quite as fast as the other one, but you know how the economy is these days. Uh, I, I think considering how things are, we did uh, pretty good on this. Um we? I think we, you know, we, we really kind of upped our marketing game from last time. Uh, it's still not up there to where, you know, we're, we're the uh, apex of all marketers, but uh, you know, we, we've really come, come a long way and picked up a lot of tricks and stuff from all our friends that we've made. Uh, I think 
last time we talked to you, we hadn't done a, a con yet. So we, we went up uh, right in your neck of the woods to Terrific Con. That was our first con. And uh, you did Terrific Con? Oh, yeah, whoa, yeah. We're, do we're doing do it, it again. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, guess, guess who is going to be hanging out with you in person? Nice. Uh, I'm hoping it's Omega. Yeah, man, I'm going. Yo, Mitch puts on a heck of a show out there in Connecticut, so let's make it happen. You know, yeah, Mitch we- Halleck uh, put a uh, commented on our book. Uh, if you really? look at the Kickstarter, Mitch Mitch took a look at our book and loved it. He said, uh, hold on, where is it? He said, uh, let's pretend I don't need glasses. I'm just going to put them on for the look. Containment Reach the Twilight Zone on Acid, a terrific collection of comic tales that place in inner, outer, and that take place in inner, outer, and all the spaces in between. Dazzling art throughout, dozens of page-turning tomes designed to excite, intrigue, and entertain. So open your mind and get ready for a trip beyond the breach. Mitch Halleck. Well, uh, Mitch, there you go. Listen, folks, you don't know Mitch, please look up this man. One of the hardest working men in the biz, too. You know, what's hand, what's him and Gary Summers, they could the Northeast, they'd be killing it, son. And even Mike Carver, I'll give him credit to. I mean, all, all these gentlemen killing it with these, these cons that keep it comic centric. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna be doing interviews, Al. What happened? You're gonna be doing interviews there, or are you just uh, just there for uh. Um, no, no, I've, I've gone, you know, and I do. Uh, some, I have a camera, and sometimes I just put a creator on spot. If I like what I see, I'd be like, give me your pitch. And then I'm, I'm collecting them, and then I'm going to put a whole little video set together of all these creators just pitching their books and websites. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because we want to celebrate indies, so let's, you know, you want to celebrate, and let's make this whole pack. Look, look at all the variety you got. This is what indies about. This is what you guys are doing. Yeah, you guys are smashing it. So all right, so you all right, so James, you're talking about learning the marketing journey. What what what, what was that like though? That, that learning curve for you? Boy, I got to give a shout out to our our friend. We met him, Philip Russert. We met him at Terrificon. He's he's taught me so much about uh, particularly Facebook. Um, you know, just you know, getting out there and getting uh, getting the message out there. He uh, such such a nice guy. He uh, he goes by uh, Philbo Productions. Um, is he, I think he's in mass too, right? Christian. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So he's another guy. He's, he, he's always got new ideas about what he's posting. He's actually putting out, uh, well, not putting out, but, uh, he's putting up this, uh, uh, website sort of magazine where he's taking, you know, you can subscribe to it and, and put up your, uh, like digital versions of your comic books up there. And you know, he's going to promote it at all the cons and so forth. And you, you pay him a, a set fee to be up on the website. And then at however many of these uh, digital copies you sell, you get to keep all the, um, the earnings on it. So, uh, you know, w- watch out for him. He's, he's all over Facebook and he's just tenacious. Like uh, he's posting all the time. I, I don't know how he's got a day job just cause he's always, uh, he's always out there hitting it and, and working. That's his, um, what Christian's holding up there. Is, uh, so is he, that- kick, he kickstarted this book? It's actually a book of short stories, and he's got his series tragedy. And right now, if you go on Kickstarter, Back Containment Breach, Volume Three, and then go looking for Withered, 
He actually wrote a short story in this book called Withered that he has turned into a comic series. Phil Rustert's a great guy. He is putting out a lot of work. And James, I don't want to talk out of school, but I did hear he's also putting out. So I'm just saying. You know. Hey! He's a happy man. Did the roses out there? What's going on? <laughs> I like to spread well, unfounded rumors. <laughs> hey, oh man, it's going to be CDM news instead of TMZ. Change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about you? Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, so I mean, we we learned a lot from him. That was sort of our. I mean, you know, we've been trying to tackle this forever, but you know, we got a lot of friends that are. Doing, doing it like we're doing it and trying to, uh, you know, just get over on this stuff. I, it, it, we're figuring out that the promotion part is just as important as the, you know, the art production and so forth. It's not as much fun, but it's, uh, you know, it's just as important to get, get stuff out there. And, you know, now we're trying to not only think about ourselves, but all our, uh, all our people that we're promoting through our anthologies and so forth. So, uh, you know, having that second Kickstarter, was huge for us. We actually have, we have, we've been working real hard. We did, uh, so we have Containment Breach 3, uh, version 3, uh, volume 3, up now, uh, just a couple of days left. But we're going to have a whole nother Kickstarter out in July because we essentially worked our asses off and got two books together at once. So we can what? then have, yeah, so then we can, then we can spend more time on our marketing game and stuff because, well, I'll, I, I have to admit, I'm still working on them, but, uh, you know, we we got two in two in the bag, and uh, we're we're trying to figure out how to get ahead of the ball. You know, just uh, uh, be able to. We, we eventually we, we want to be on Kickstarter like all the time. Eventually, like doing 10, uh, 10 Kickstarters a year, and uh, you know, figuring out that game. You know, Kickstarter's got this whole internal game that we're trying to figure out is how to get those uh, uh, men and women that are on there. Uh, you know the in you know, that kind of internal game. So, so far, we, we only get uh play from our direct advertising, so we're, we're trying to figure out you know, so, some of those guys, uh, those companies go in there and make you know 80 90 thousand dollars on their campaign. So, that's 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 our goal. So, then uh, you know, this uh, Fugitive Poems really blows up. Well, have you tried the affiliate route too with the kick booster and stuff like that to, to offer you know, even like press sites and whatnot? You know, hey. Thanks. Check out. I have a kick booster. You know, you you promote me. You make you, you make a little chump change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're learning every day. <laughs> Christian's been putting out pre uh, press releases and stuff, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you you included, Al? If you got a if you got suggestions for us, well, uh, you know, last time, yeah. I'm doing press releases because of Al. Last time Al was like, so you guys, uh, when, next time you want me to do something, send me a press release. And I was like, yes, a press release. And that that would be, <laughs> I mean, we do it all the time, but what? <laughs> and uh, I've I've learned, uh, we've learned. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm, every time we do a book signing, I'm sending out press releases to all the local papers, wherever we're going to be. And I sent one to you, and you were the first guy to get it up. In fact, I have an idea. Hey, don't make my egg run him. Nobody gets it up as fast <laughs> as Al, is what I heard. Right. Uh, <laughs> CDM <laughs> News. Uh, <laughs> 
It made me speak. <laughs> so, um, how about this? If you want, we're going to go live the first day of Terrificon. We're going to go live with the Kickstarter. We were going to do like a, a live Twitter, but if you happen to be free, we go live on. We'll go live on Almega. Let's do if it. You, if you want to come to our, you want to come to our table, and we'll go live in front with you. So you're going to have your booth. Let me ask you, as table tenders, because I got to ask you guys, because do you guys stay behind the table the whole time, or do at least one of you stand in front of the table holding a book trying to? We, uh, okay. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we try to be as active as possible. Um, yeah, Christian, please. Uh, Christian's the man with the, the selling. He's uh, he, can cl- he can close a sale on anyone. Like It's, it's amazing to watch him work. I was uh, signing at uh, DJ's Comics in uh, Wallingford. Wallingford. And uh, I was trying to get his attention uh, with a comic book, and he's trying to sell someone. He he wasn't even look, he wouldn't even look at me no matter what I was doing. I could be dancing around, but uh, <laughs> so I've been trying to learn from him, and uh, so I do some of the uh, the pitching as well. But yeah, we definitely got one out beyond the table there, and we actually might bring another uh, another friend with us. Uh, to terrific on this time to uh, so let me do that to help us out. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do much when you're sitting on your ass in the in the back looking at your phone. You know, when people just pass you right by, you got to be engaging. Yeah, I've seen too many people do that. Like that table, you know, is pricey. So, yeah. like, come on, man, make make the investment worthy of your time. Be proud of your product. This is this is creator Henri. Uh, comment, yo, uh, you got a dope book and. Every con I see him, I've never seen him sitting down. He's like Andrew the Giant, you know, like you never seen him sit down or, <laughs> or George Foreman. <laughs> you know what I mean? These, these motherfuckers just up the whole con is like, yo, come here for a minute. I got something for you. You know, if we had a trench coat, it would have been creepy. <laughs> we we stayed, we stayed, which was kind of a mistake, although it was fun. We we stayed in the casino. So not only were we up on our feet all day, but we were walking literally. It was like, uh, you know, I got my step counter on. We were walking like 10 miles a day going back and forth uh, between standing in the con place and then going across that that long hallway that they got out to the casino. Um, so, yeah, we, we did a lot of exercise in that weekend. We also made the mistake of hanging out with Jason Carroll from the Pressable Defects, uh, which uh, uh, well, I don't know if you've noticed, but James and I do like our whiskey. Uh, and that was a night, man. Oh yeah, man, I, I'm nice now because I finally enjoyed a New York Comic Con, you know, with the after party for the first time since you know, uh, I've been set free. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I finally get to you know just, just okay to see what this all nightlife of uh, how geeks party. Let me tell you, geeks get down, baby. Oof, lit, litty every day. It was insane. I don't even know how I survived. Um, it, it was fun. So, all right. So that's so. Talk yeah. about building the towards the new book. What happened? What do you think? You can find us. Uh, we'll put a hurt on you too. I'll take a mess with the whiskey. I think my my brother would love you guys because he's a whiskey guy. You know what I mean? Me, you give me that. I'm like, oh, it's, it's too dangerous for Al to do that. That dark liquor. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm a white liquor guy. Now we got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you watch you tear shit up, man. We're gonna have one, one of those uh, Las Vegas nights. You know, I don't want to wind up on the trunk. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> we we won't leave back. you in the roof. What I want to talk about is you building this team towards this new book. So talk, talk about this new book I'm about to bring up, the, this book that's already funded. But, folks, the science, the science you guys need to know, even though they just got those 100 backers, they still need you, folks. They got three days to go. Yeah, and, uh, Look at this baby. The more, the more right? money we get, the more people we can promote. And uh, oh man, we're on the hour count. Seventy-one hours. I didn't notice that they did that. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh man, you, you guys should make a, a documentary in seventy-one hours. Seventy-one <laughs> hours. <laughs> Sitting at home, Folks, drinking whiskey, wondering. Wondering what's going to happen next. And you folks are wondering what this campaign is all about. Let's check out this video real quick. We decide to start. This is it. We just shot a black screen. <laughs> I am so excited. I could name it for each volume four. You know, the goal for Fusion of Homes is to make them to make the kind of anthologies that we want to read. And with Quarantine Chronicles and with uh, Myth Reborn, which was a huge hit, we did that. And we don't want to we don't want to slip up on this promise. And I got to tell you, with Volume 3 of Gods and Ether, we have taken it to the next level. We're looking upward in this one. Looking upward and outward, considering the ethereal and the sublime, the cosmos, space and time, orbital resonance, quantum mechanics, celestial bodies, celestial beings, dark matter, and the magic of the world within the ether. Think anything from Dumb Sons from Sea to Interstellar with all the wild sci-fi action, excitement, and, and, and power that you can possibly imagine. And you've got what's going on in this book. And boy, did people step up. I like that. I got to get that. We are Fugitive Pounds, and we make comics. That, that last line is apparently me. I didn't even recognize it. Uh, James was like, "Hey, did you like the last line?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." How did you? How did you? Uh, who recorded that? He's like, "You." <laughs> I mean, look at James when he's working on that type of old school equipment that he got behind him. Of course, he's going to create a masterpiece. That's the good stuff back there. Have you seen that equipment, folks? Behind his right shoulder. I mean, look at that. Where dials, kids. You know what dials are? You got to turn them right, right and left. You know, you don't touch the screen. I'll turn it on and make it spark. Uh oh. Uh oh. There you go. Do the tubes work? <laughs> there's a there's a Tesla coil in there. <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a little mouse that when I uh when I turn on the light, it just sparks and he's gotta start running. No, I'm about to say winding that shit up over here. So talk about it. Uh, look, at, look at these logos. I, I want this right here, though. This right here. Is this a T-shirt somewhere? I want this on a T-shirt. That looks so dope. It's a T. So what, what, what are we that, talking about? What, what are these logos here? What's popping? So we, so we, we have got, our... Oh, go ahead. Uh, so that's the uh, that's our first stretch goal. That Those are stickers. Um, we, did, we didn't do T-shirts because they, they're hard to ship and stuff. So we got stickers for our $5,500 goal. And then the... Uh, the $6,500 goal are uh, challenge coins. Um, that's actually oh. uh, sort of like a military tradition, but uh, they got these different places that make them. And uh, we, we 
have like a it's like a uh, bottle opener and it's like made out of metal. I actually got it's not ours, but I have a sample here of what they are. You you know that if we're gonna do a keychain, uh, it's gonna be a bottle opener because we're fugitive poems and we yeah. drink alcohol. This is just like a, this is not ours. This is one that I got from the NRA, but um, it's gonna look something like that with that nice gold finish and oh nice like that and and it's where we made ours a uh, um, bottle opener too. So that's the uh, those are the stretch goals. We we might be able Make to hit, uh, get get you guys out there uh, on Al Mega Show here. We can get maybe we can get up to fifty five hundred and we can send Al a sticker. Or I'll make him a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, I want a sticker, guys. Please, please. If, you know, if we hit that. if we hit fifty five hundred, we'll send you a T-shirt. Oh man, <laughs> guys, I might have, help we, me we out. Have, we got a section <laughs> up on Redbubble that I I might have it up there. If I don't, I can put it up there. So that yeah, that I made for the the last one, containment breach two. So those are three chimpanzees, and they represent uh, Christian, me, and. Uh, our senior editor, Mark Capitelli. <laughs> so, that's sort of our. I'm assuming, I'm assuming the editor is the one with his hands tied up. <laughs> no, no, that's that. So the guy, that's a straight jacket. That's me in the straight jacket. Christian okay. has the uh, the uh, the uh, pipe wrench, and uh, our senior editor is in the background. Because I am known to throw a monkey wrench at the call, thing. Calling for mercy because he has to deal with us. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> I mean, exactly. You said it's bonkers. It's insane. Talk, talk about what are we getting in this latest volume, please. Oh, I mean, look at this. You, cover. I love Mad Max type look for me. How crazy yeah, is that? Guy? Max, That's right? game. I'm a huge, huge fan of the Road Warrior, and that definitely inspired us. Oh, High five, bro. I love that shit, too. That's my joint. Yeah, so that's a. Uh, that's a 57 Porsche 3356 three, underneath that fine looking woman there. And uh, she's, uh, she's in uh, sort of a trance and uh, is sort of conjuring that sandstorm in the, in the, for, in the background there. Did, did you have a, a model for the, for the image? Did, did, uh, did somebody yeah, it, it was Christian. It was. Man, you're pretty shaky, Christian. Look at you, bro. <laughs> and you got fishnets. Don't let Johnny see you from, from outside the yeah, panels. My you God. haven't seen Christian's lower half yet. <laughs> like, I'm like an hourglass if somebody broke it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a broken Coke bottle. I don't understand now. <laughs> so, so the theme on this one was of clouds and ether. That's how I got the uh, sort of inspiration for the cover. But uh, okay. People took it, it. We don't really specifically make a theme, but a lot of people took that clouds and ether uh, overall theme and sort of saw a lot of sci-fi. So you know, the, the book really turned into a kind of a sci-fi uh, feel to it. Um, right. That that first picture there is uh, uh, Jack Fantomi. Uh, he was in the last book as well, and uh, he's got a great story. Uh, it's called As Above. That next one down with the eyes, that's from our uh, Christian and I story. That's from Thermal Clients. James um, drew that. That's sort of like a tech noir sort of thing. Yeah, it starts off real. Uh, sort of, wait, a minute, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Tech? Now you got now you got me intrigued because I love technology. And yeah. And, and, so it, uh, 
it, it starts off as like a real noir sort of feel kind of crime scene and then it, it just takes a turn uh in a, in a really strange direction towards the end uh it's uh it's got a it's got a real twist to the finish that you would never expect um Th this came to me i was in the bathroom rob toll hello and evan's there too sorry hello evan's calling us digital virgins uh <laughs> al i was i was washing my hands in the bathroom and this line of dialogue came to me you got thoughts, and immediately the next line came to me, which was sometimes, but I try not to harp on it. And by the time I ran to my computer, I had about five, ten lines of dialogue. By the time oh. I finished typing, I had the entire story, and I didn't know what it was going to be. I literally followed the dialogue. I didn't write panels and I never do this. I didn't write panels. I didn't write descriptions. I didn't even know where the fuck they were. I just wrote the dialogue all the way to the end. I have never had anything come to me like this before. And I yeah. sat down with it and I'm like, what is going on? And I realized I wrote a play. I'm like, well, how does my dumbass make a play into a pick now? Well, poor James is going to have to carry this boulder. So I did my best to come up with exciting paneling. And background images, because it's really two guys talking. Well, I handed Dustin Luke Nelson, man, what an editor. I handed it to him, and he trimmed the fad, and he figured out different techniques for me as well. Yeah. I got to tell you, Al, I'm, I'm a fantastic editor. But an editor, a writer needs an editor, and I can't edit my own stuff. Des yeah. Dustin Luke Nelson is a tremendous editor. Mark Capitelli is a tremendous editor. and that's Those are the people I go to, right? So – I tried to make it as interesting as I could, and I handed it to James all apologetically. I'm like, dude, this is an experiment. I want to see if a stage play can work as a comic. And he's like, I got this. And when he came back to me with the thumbs, I was astounded that he had made this conversation. He'd set it on fire. It was a conflagration. It was unbelievable. And uh, and then uh, uh, Tom Linet, the great Tom Linet, step in because and he's in charge of the the actual weight of the words he's the letterer and uh and he he saw james's flow and he went right with it and uh man i, I gotta tell you uh, uh i i got a team uh that makes me look good it's all them and man this is an exciting like lightning and fire comic and it's all because of james tom and dustin so grateful to them is what matters when you make a wonderful team of people that actually care about making something, you know, of value, and, you know, to give people some quality. So thank Dude, you for the endeavor, man. Sa salute to that one. Hold on, let me pour myself another one because salute. you even caring and working hard like that. Salute. Cheers. I hope you guys walk out of here. So we, uh, we got we got 15 stories in here, and, and like you said, Yep, 15 stories and everyone, and that's not even if you count the one pagers. Yeah, uh, yeah, with one pagers, oh, it's about 20. We we uh, we always Ooh. bring everyone's A game out. We don't we don't accept you know stuff that's uh, uh, good enough. It's always uh, you know we want the best, and we we push uh, we push all these creators to their limits and get the best things out of them. Um, so, I'll let you find every, a new one. <laughs> yeah, every every story we we have in here as as good as uh, vo uh, volume two was, volume three is uh, is that much better. Hey, there there's there's Tom. That's our uh, our editor. Uh, yeah, salute, Tom. 
You should have yeah. been here too tonight with us. It's popping, kiddo. So, uh, yeah, Tom. Tom's out in Arizona. He was trying to figure out when we were coming on. We were trying to figure out uh, that he's in. Uh, they, apparently, they don't do daylight savings time down there, so he was a little confused. So, oh, they don't. Glad, glad you made it, Tom. Tom. Oh man, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to pour one for poor Tom that li lives, in, 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 even though he's in America, lives in a different time zone. Salute, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this game. Present challenges like awesome. by the end of this. Poor Christian and James will be bent. So thank God I'm not doing it that heavy now. <laughs> we got we got a couple of people back from the last one and a, and a bunch of new ones. Uh, probably about what 20, 25% are people that were from our previous publications, and about 75% are uh, new teams. New uh, so, teams. So Real exciting, and and I think uh, if you look at our books, every book has been a step up. This is definitely a uh, a new echelon of coolness. Oh, and James wow. said earlier that we did two at once, and uh, and and we did. So we we put out the first one sort of as an experiment. Uh, could we could we put an anthology together? How quick could we do it? How would it look? And we did it like an old school '90s zine, you know. And it got a lot of attention. We we're pretty psyched about that. So then we put out the call to do another one, and we we're going to do another zine. It was the first one was like a fifty-page zine. It's perfect bound, beautiful cover, right? But but it was zine style. This is it. So there are articles in here as well as comics and and different stuff, right? So we we're going to do that again. And then we got so many people that came out to be in volume two that we did one hundred and sixty-four pages of straight up comics uh, uh, because of that. More, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so wow. two of clouds and ether. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Myth Reborn is this beautiful book of just straight up comics, right? And oh, that was a hit. We funded in 36 hours. In uh, 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 that was 2021. We funded in 26, uh, 36 hours, and the response to the book was just tremendous. And um, so we uh, uh, we decided to put out a call for volume three, Al, and we got so many people that we decided we, we were like, we're going to have to turn away a whole bunch of talented. We got so many talented people. And I believe it was senior editor Mark Capitelli who said, uh, what if we do two books and ruined us for six months? I mean, we were fucking exhausted <laughs> because we we have these yeah, we got milestones. People got to check in. We're reading every script. We're checking every piece of line work because we'll only take top, top work. We want everyone to look their best. We're trying to showcase them. So we want their best work, right? So we did two books at once. So volume three of Clouds and Ether is this sort of ethereal, and, and everyone went sci-fi. We don't tell people what genre to go with, but it went for the most part totally sci-fi. Our next one, and we have not yet announced the theme of that book, but all the stories are in. Like, it's ready to go. James has to do the book design, and, and that's all. All the stories are in. It's going to happen. And I know that all the Volume 4 people were watching the Kickstarter on Volume 3 going, well, Volume 3 better go. <laughs> and it did. So in July, we're launching Volume 4, which is going to be a much darker theme. You're going to end with perfect because... You'll be getting it close to that time of year. Um, 
You'll be getting it probably around uh, September, actually, after that Kickstarter, because we're going to kickstart in July. July. Maybe you get it in August now. No, no, no. It'll be September. So we've got that ready to go, too, because we got so many great people. Got, dude, the people in Volume 3 and the 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 depth and breadth of, of, of story and style, I, I am I, I'm dying. For people, I don't want the campaign to end because I'm really digging doing the campaign, but I can't wait for it to end so that we can hit print and get this book to people. That's the great Gabe Martini and a story written by Dustin Luke Nelson and uh, uh, colored by Jack Van Tomey. Just absolutely tremendous. It's gorgeous and trippy. This one actually rem reminds me of the Image comic Wayward. I've ever seen that. It's got that. that this interview reminds me of like the first time I took mushrooms. It went from this to this. Holy smokes. What is going on? Okay, I, I, she's ignoring that treasure? Shit. I'm from New York. Both, I'll be talking that. Fill in the pockets. We're in two, and, and now they're in three for that. That's called Sleep Stream. And then this it, one is Musica Universalis. Oh, did you have sea monkeys, Evan S? Come on. That was a huge miscalculation on our part. We did not. Uh, <laughs> we probably could have made some money off that. So the uh, uh, the uh, writer, Andres Briano, did this story. Uh, and the artist is Yu Feng. And the letterer is this son of a I mean, this great guy. Now, this is Tom Linet, who did Thermoclines, our story as well. He did some wild work on Music of Universe House. I got to tell you something. I met Tom Linet at the beginning of his lettering career. And and this guy, like, if 24 hours passes, he's uh, ascended two more levels of lettering. He is... Oh. A, he is dove into lettering. He is always learning. He does something new on every comic he works with. And I got to shout out the comicjam.com. I shout him out every chance I get. Casey Allen, Kevin Lentz, Summer Steinhardt. Uh, uh, I, I, the the, the com. you go there and you get one pagers every week. And they're awesome. And if you join, you get to write or draw them. And Tom Linet letters several a week and i'm telling you every time i see one it's a whole different thing he's figured out so we have been honored tom is in volume two volume three and volume four and i'll work with tom on anything so uh, this right here reminds me of a mad ball uh for some oh my <laughs> lord yes right remember mad balls holy shit yes <laughs> and then another thing that you said before yeah, there's something that you said before, right? You said you were in the restroom and you ran and wrote this thing up. I'm just wondering, did you wipe? <laughs> I was washing my I, hands. I oh, okay. Thank God. Because you got to be concerned that you ran out the bathroom, then you sat down on like that poor chair. So as a self-hating, as a self-hating writer. You never know if you're going to use what you wrote to wipe. So, you know, you got to hold that. <laughs> paper, this is crap. So this, this one we're That's looking at now, this this is a real sci-fi piece. It's kind of a short one. It's actually done by Vitaly Kalchenko. He's actually over in the Ukraine. Uh, he lives in uh, Kiev. And uh, we've been talking back and forth with him. He's actually sent us a couple of uh, comics. and. Uh, you know, of course, he's at war now, so we're real, 
real proud to showcase his work here. And he's been working on other anthologies with other people. Um, he's, he's coming a, out in Fairy Tales from Mars. It's Vitaly Kalchenko is his name. Yeah, he's an amazing wow. artist. He, he just does it all himself. And he just, um, we, uh, we, we, we usually uh, have a more, uh, not really restrictive, but you know, we, we do deal with the themes and stuff. And in this case, because of his situation, we kind of uh, yeah. adapted a bit to, just to have him in the book because you can see how amazing it is. Yeah, I mean, this is beautiful art. And then I'm a black and white fan, so I'm like, yeah, wow, just this this artwork. Yo, I, I got a drink to that one. Salute to you in the Ukraine. Stay safe, my brother. Here, here, Tavalkyrenko. Stay safe with your family. We love you, man. That's beautiful art. And uh, yeah, I mean, we really, I, I mean, we had some amazing stuff in in volume two. Volume three is amazing. Uh, volume four. I mean, who is this? She like fucked up out of her mind. <laughs> yeah, you're, talking about, you're talking about tripping balls. Here you go. This artist is Fern Lamb, uh, a comic jammer as well. And the artist is actually from the, the writer actually from the Middle East. This is a global enterprise, these books. Uh, his name uh, J.D. Harlock is the writer, the writer's name. And Fern Lamb uh, wrote, lettered, and no, I'm sorry, wrote and colored it. And Yoni Hogg. Uh, did the lettering on this, and Yoni is just a, a tremendous talent as well. Right. This is a wild story called A Mild Inconvenience with the uh, baby, the infant of doom floating in the sky. I, I believe the oh, writer, is, is he from, uh, he's from Syria, right, Harlock? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. he got a writer from Syria and uh, the artist from, uh, Fern's from the UK, right? That's right. That's right. And Yoni is from global, son. Yoni is from the Netherlands or Sweden. Yoni, I apologize. He's from uh, Finland. Finland. Thank you. I apologize. It's American. I can't get that right. Oh, let me see. You got the whole world. Who's in Antarctica? Anyone? (laughs) We have not gotten Australia yet, and that that's what it's trying. I'm trying to get. There's so much amazing time. Come on, Oz, wake up. I got some of my man Dodge to, to let them know out there in Australia because I have a fellow crusader from Australia. So I'm going to let them know to start sharing that you guys need some Oz to, Oz to represent. We, yeah, need, yeah. we need so much. We got a continent to go. This is Chase Bishop who drew this uh, based on a, uh, well, not based on, a story written by Patrick Hayes who uh, just put out a book you can find on Gum Road called Shit, They're Killing People. <laughs> and I recommend it highly. Uh, it's a great title. And Kyler Merrill, who's foreign. That's a movie Hold on. That's Shit. a motherfucking great movie fucking title for real. Oh my God. Why has no one ever thought of that fucking title before? Shit, they're killing people. What a title. <laughs> That is so 70s retro. You could go Grindhouse with that shit. Wow. No doubt. Yeah, Patrick Hayes, man. He's a great writer. And uh, uh, Kyler Merrill uh, is at Foreign Press on Twitter. He's the uh, letterer. He's also He also lettered a wild story written by Fern Lamb and drawn by the great Marcus Pattern that's going to be in volume four. And this, by the way, Al, is the first time we have talked about a story in volume four. Uh, so that's an exclusive for you. Hey, buddy, look, look at that. Them drops, not panty drops, comic drops, folks. And for that, we got to take another shot. I, I want to Baja Panty? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Baja Panty. Baja Panty. 
My Dominican friend Alex Garcia taught me that. Yeah, man, it's called panty dropper. That's right. Yep. That's right. I mean, get that Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's right. We gotta make it happen, kiddo. Hey, oh man, look at I'm loving the color. Yo, you you, you got so so much um diversity of content, if you will. Yeah, that's Kita. So dope. This is a story by uh, Leland Bjerg, who did this incredible book, Berserker Monk. He's got Capsules Part 2 coming out. Look at that. That's through a body. You're looking through a body right there. Uh, <laughs> just, isn't that Yo, wild? Oh, it's fire, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leland Bjerg is the writer and letterer. And Camilla Sims is so good. She's the artist on this. And the you're right. The colors and this, this style is so unique. Uh, and this is a story called Hammurabi's Coat. And I tell this story every time, and people are probably getting sick of it, but it cracks me up. I sent the prompt to Leland and Camilla Hammurabi's coat. And he wrote back to me, surely Christian, this is a typo. And you met Hammurabi's coat. And I said, no, I did not. And later on when I interviewed Leland, which is an interview you're going to be able to see soon, uh, he admitted to me that he was pissed at me when he found out <laughs> that it wasn't a typo. So what the hell am I going to do with Hammurabi's coat? And he knocked it out of the park. Nice, nice. You know what? This reminds me of a very Samurai Jack style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. Right? Dig it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's one of the great things about the right. books that we put together is you get so many different flavors from people. Because uh, that's what I'm you saying. Yeah, yeah, put sazon and sofrito all in one. Yeah. Yep. I just they're, I just cooked the sofrito tonight. I made some great chicken with it. Literally yeah. all, <laughs> all over the world, people are contributing stuff, it's, which is really cool. We're real proud. I mean, look at this. And you know, I got to shout out, uh, my man Rob Toll is in the chat here. And since I'm dropping hints about volume four, Rob Toll, David Katz wrote a script that I read. And dude, I, this has never happened to me like this before. I'm reading the raw script, right? And I'm picturing every frame in one artist's art. There was no doubt in my mind that Rob Toll needed to draw this. And I went... Uh, my boy just showed me that he got his next belt in karate, rock and roll. Yeah, Dude, my, my yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Don't beat me up, man. Don't beat me up. Just Fire, scared the shit out of me over there. Uh, He's so I, me I, now. I, 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 no, I can't mess with him. I, I, I saw this script in Rob Toll's art, and I, you didn't even know what I, he was busy. And I'm like, what time do you need to do this, man? Because I cannot picture it. David Katz wrote a, you want to talk about a, a panty dropper. This is a soul dropper. It is the ultimate of a fatalistic horror shot. And Rob Toll drew it and knocked it out of the park. And I, I, I got to say, my man Tom Line that lettered it, and that's in volume four. So, Rob, Rob thank you. Thank you for being in the chat. A shot and a salute to those amazing, talented gentlemen. Salute. Absolutely. And what we got in front of us is the great Jack Van Tomey. That's in French. Oh, Le Wepa. This is the great Jack Van Tomey. Who drew this with a story by Patrick Hicks, who was the best man at his wedding, as a trivia side yeah. note. Uh, and uh, I, I, Jack Van Tomey 
this is going to sound like more salacious rumors, but I don't mean this with innuendo. Uh, maybe the fastest man in comics. <laughs> epa, epa. Listen, Hems could take care of that. <laughs> uh, uh, he, you, I swear, you give Jack an idea. He's done drawing it before you finish telling him what it is. I don't know how he does it. Uh, and, and the man has uh, uh, has a busy, busy life, but he pulls it off. And this is a story right in front of you. That I am honored. I, I mean, so my my man Jay Sheik, who I love so much. Hold up, hold up. Jay Sheik, who has Hush Ronin out from uh, Band of Bards comics, and this is a wild, wild comic. Band of Bards. Yeah, yeah Band Hush of Bards for you to them too, man. I be chatting with them. They're all about positivity and supporting independence. So yeah, so, oh my God, look at that, gorgeous. Yeah, you were talking about black and white earlier. Oh, yeah, it's my shit. Oh, man, with shades of those red. Yeah, give me that blood, kiddo. I love it. Dude, gorgeous book. This is an unbelievable book. I've been a fan of Jay Sheik's for a long time. And he... What's his name? Jay Sheik. He had a story... I thought you said you were a fan of Jay Sheik. So what's going on here? (laughs) More salacious rumors. He had the last story uh, written by the great J.L. Collins... And colored by the amazing Marissa Brignol. This color is unbelievable. And lettered oh, by Leland Bjerg, who we mentioned before. He had the last story in volume two. So he wanted uh, to be in volume three. And I said, dude, I got a great writer for you. You in? And he said, sure. And I said, so it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a page from the Yankovic theorem. Uh, which was lettered by the master of visual sound himself, Kevin D. Lintz, and uh, colored by Bread Razor, who is in India. He's amazing. Uh, And uh, I'm so, so excited to have this in the book. The fact that I got a story with James and with Jay in this book uh, is um, of Clouds and Ether is going to be one of my my personal pinnacles. And uh, man, man. Dude, bread, bread raiser of Nish Sathathian. I know I said your name wrong. Of Nish, come to America and hit me so I can buy you a drink. Uh, uh, he, the colors, this guy. So he's in volume four too. And he was afraid to color his own work. And I said, dude, give it a shot. And he did so good that when we needed a colorist for this, I went to him. He's like, really me? And I'm like, this is some of the best colors I've seen since uh. Marissa Brignall. Oh, dude, th- James, why don't you talk about this one? The right. This is so much fun. This, this, this looks like a fun show right up my alley. So total nineties, like Mirage back in the day. What's popping here? Heavy, heavy metal, right? Yeah, heavy metal yeah. right out of there. So this is done by the the Hill Brothers, uh, uh, R Case and Michael Hill. Michael. Uh, so R R Case does the uh, um, the artwork. Michael did the writing and he also did the lettering. So they're like a, an actual brother team. And uh, this one is just old school. If you look real close, you can see all the marker lines in there. Uh, you know, if you see, if you look in the door that he's going in, you can see that marker work. And um, yeah, 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 right there. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all this stuff is just done. Yeah. You know, uh, Christian likes to say it's like something that you see someone doing in uh, class when they're supposed to be doing their homework or something. Yeah, uh, man, the good shit, the fun yeah. shit, the shit that comic is about, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the story's <laughs> amazing, and the, the artwork is so live. It's just so yeah. uh, engrossing. And the, the, the show's got this amazing original storyline. You know, one of the things that we really push 
in these That's anthologies, so cool. we want original shit. We don't want rehash stuff. We don't we don't go for you know remakes or remakes or remakes or an homage to this or that. We we want original shit. And uh, you know, everyone <laughs> kind of came forward with that. Reach. Our, um, Reach. Our, yeah, our entire uh, process just makes it so that you know no one can you know, you can't just pull something out of the draw and say, Oh yeah, let's do this one or or you know, fake fake someone else's story. Uh, it's all it's all nice original shit. Nice as it should be. I mean, look at this. You see the contrast, folks, of things. I mean, and, and it, look, look at this fire. Nice. Yeah, that, it's the standard usage. Look, look, like, you, you really are taking the trip down the block with him right here. Yeah, that that story has like a real kind of European comic feel with the the look on that, and uh, an amazing story. That that story was written by our good friend Casey Allen. Um, that's called Casey Allen of Bigfoot Knows Karate fame and Voodoo Child. Hey, Bigfoot Knows Karate. Yeah, I've spoken to those dudes over there, the crazy behind that book. That's Man, the writer, Casey I, Allen. I am not messing with Bigfoot, though. You know what I mean? He got a black belt. Uh, I, I well, ain't got dude, no it's so funny because Dan Price just popped up in the chat, the artist of Bigfoot Knows Karate. Dan, oh, what's up, dude? God. It's Big Dan himself. And what perfect timing as we're looking at Casey Allen's comic. <laughs> it was on And this is drawn. This one is drawn by Big Jim Coffin. His name is James Coffin. But I'm trying to get the world to call him Big Jim Coffin because it sounds <laughs> awesome. And uh, it took me, it took me a while to nail it down. But I finally figured out what his style is here. And it took me forever to find say it, but this is like Tintin as done by Jack Kirby. Oh shit! Yeah, when okay. I look at I love the Tintinish look, yeah. If, if Jack Kirby did Tintin, or if Tintin was done in Jack Kirby style, this would be this comic. Absolutely amazing. So, so we have we have a tier on here. If you're if you're new to Fugitive Poems, where you can actually get all three of our books. And uh, I, I tell you, particularly uh, volume one's, uh, you know, so, sort of thin. You could probably get through that in a day. But volume two, you're definitely not getting through that in a single uh, sitting. There's so much to take in there uh, to really appreciate it. You know, you, you're taking a couple of days on that. And uh, volume three is going to be pretty much the same size. We, we put in the advertising 140. It's actually uh, from the layout artist, which is me. It's it's probably gonna be more around 150 somewhere around. Oh, is that right? Probably, yeah. You know what it is. You know what they say. They like them thick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that broken hourglass. So, so yes, yeah, so we we have like a, a legacy tier where you can get one, two, and three, and the books that Christian oh, keeps nice. saying. Uh, volume volume one is going to be going out of print. Uh, we we already did a second printing on it. So oh, really, uh, probably probably for this campaign. This would be the last uh, among the last of those books that you'll be able to get in print. Wait, but what do you got on, on the last? Is it first or second a com or a combo? What do you got on uh, stock? So we have, we have a legacy. So you you, uh, you can get a physical copy of all three of the books. One volumes one, two, first and three. Print, first prints. Second printing uh, of volume one. First uh, printing of volume two. First printing of volume three. Uh, no and more almost volume one. The first print done. of volume one is gone. Done. Wow. Yeah, yeah we awesome. and uh volume two, oh, the first wait, wait, printing wait, wait, is wait, almost wait. done. 
You know what that means, though, right? What's that? You sold out volume one first printing. That's shot time. Salute. Shot to oh, you. hell yeah. That's a goal. Hey. That's a great achievement. Salute. I think, I think hey, Al's pretty good at all this shot, shot taking. Yeah, no, no. This is uh, my my favorite game I've ever played. <laughs> so we've we've got a tradition now. Uh, so our first printings come with like a smooth, sort of uh, soft touch uh, laminated cover. So that's how you can know our first editions. Our second editions come out gloss. So we got we got the gloss editions on uh, volume one, and then we're gonna we're gonna close that one out. Could. Uh, you can get those on the Kickstarter, but it's very possible that those will disappear with the Kickstarter. Uh, we may have a couple of copies left over, but um, most likely those are going to disappear. And then volume two, uh, we're coming up on, we got a box or two of uh, the first editions. We're probably going to be on second Ooh. editions uh, probably by the end of the year. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, no, those are going. If you want to get that. I'm upset I yeah. missed the first print of volume one, though. Shit. Because when this becomes something bigger, like a whole TV show, you know what I mean? With all these stories being developed in, in, into a series, I'm I'm going to be upset. When I see yeah, the pictures, yeah. I'm look, I got volume one. You motherfucker. I don't even have any to give you. I only have one copy of my own. Oh, hey, where do you live again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, Casey Allen, I'm opening my next beer with a Voodoo Child keychain. Oh, there you go. That, that that's see 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 how we keep Dan, I need a Bigfoot nose karate keychain. Yeah, yeah, well, I hope, but make sure it doesn't smell like feet, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that Maybe would be a mess. Should... To sniff. Oh God, Maybe you should sell cheese. <laughs> All right, there you go, Dan and guys. Another idea: make a, a scratch and sniff uh, Bigfoot keychain. Make it smell like the rules or some shit. You know? There we go. So what's this over here? Because I'm seeing an octopus, and they're talking about how octopuses could be aliens now in the news. What is going on? This is a space kraken. So actually, Travis Hill was ahead in the news curve. Travis Hill is a phenomenal writer. He had a story that he did with the great Brian Beardsley. Holy crap, what an artist he is. In volume two called Noble Purpose, uh, which was about the original Norse Thor. In this book, he's doing a story with the great Sam Prouse killer artist uh and this is an amazing page from this star trek meets uh, a horror uh, uh uh comic that's just unbelievable he's so good and uh and i will i'm gonna just because i'm doing this this is our last interview al for volume three so i'm dropping all kinds of shit i've never yeah, dropped give me a, volume four yeah, ready give me and, uh, you know and don't flush folks because you need this to keep seeing what's going on until it's over and and by the way as i'm talking if anybody tops us over five grand while we're on with Al, I'm going to throw two posters in with your order if it's a physical order. Get it done, so if man. anybody tops us over five, I'm going to throw two fresh posters in with your order. All right. So, um, those posters will be Christian laying on the bear rug like Dorcas Stanza. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, dude, did I tell you about this already? <laughs> we, we, we talked about his lower half earlier. So now you get to see his lower half and fish so the, the the tea here is that Brian Beardsley, who worked with Travis Hill in Volume 2, has an incredible story with the great Brett Fisher, who did The Color of Always and has done some 
awesome stuff with Dauntless Stories. He's got a story with Brent Fisher in volume four that is just badass steampunk cool stuff. And this is Travis Hill right here working with Sam Prouse. And it's a great, great story. Mark Capitelli was the editor on it. And there we have my man, Matt Battaglia, who has, you can go to Amazon or your comic shop and get House on Fire right now. Awesome, awesome, prescient book. It's harrowing in ways that are way too close to reality. It's great. And his style, his Ooh, inking style is amazing. Oh. He, he's he got, I, I mean, I don't even know what he does. It's It blows my mind. Absolutely yeah. blows my mind. And my that's there. He's, he's worked for uh, Image Comics. He did a coloring on Image Comics. He did uh, uh, he did some inking for uh, Boom uh, Boom Comics. So uh, nice. we're, we're we're proud to have him. He he's been in our last two volumes. This one, by the way. So this one's called Repent that you're looking at there, and that is leading up to Thermocline. So uh, okay. we, we gave him uh, that spot to sort of. Uh, loosen people up for the, the darkness that is uh, thermoclines. It's a great yeah, combination. Yeah, yeah. We we love the black and white uh, art. So he's uh yeah. he's right right before us in the story. You got me sold on the black and white. Don't you worry. And even the color. Not, not to disrespect my colorist. I'm saying I grew up on the black and white stuff. That's all. My mama was buying me savage sort of Conan as the kid. She got she got she know my origin. Oh. Blame that. Blame that for my love of bragging ways. So no disrespect to colorists. <laughs> I'm a huge look fan. At this. I'm a huge Conan fan. Yeah, yeah. Me too, man. I'm trying to finish volume one of, in the Marvel. So I got my first and second issue. My boy from the UK, much love. Johnny sent me issue number six as a gift. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got man. that. I'm getting there. I'm I, don't getting have, there. I, don't have six. I got it right here, though. Oh, snap. Look at this guy. Everybody showing off, showing off stuff. Have you this seen my skill? Have you seen is... my skeleton shelf? <laughs> oh, oh wow! You want to see a skeleton shelf? Oh, hold on. You want to see a skeleton shelf? There you go. Oh skeleton. my lord, that's a lot of skeleton. But that's actually that's actually the first edition there. Is it really? The, yeah, that's the first edition. That's the first edition of the the, the, the battle damage. And then the rest of the reprints, of course, you know the new, the newer ones. That's awesome. Is that my and man I, Spawn over left? Of course, Spawn is my shit. I got another show full over there of Spawn, and I got GI Joe and Megatron's because that's my boy. Wow. And then you know, and sound waves. I'm gonna build these collections up. That's my stuff, man. My childhood. I love it. I love it. We got, we got to get in there with you, man. Yeah, man. But then. Uh, Please understand that you will be subject to frisking before leaving. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Look, I yeah, usually pay extra for that. One Ooh. and two. Uh, oh, that, oh shit! I don't got that cover though. That's nice. Yeah, that's very. Cool, right? Yeah, that's beautiful. Hell yeah, yeah! I got so, that whole Marvel one from that, and and the you know all the new stuff I got. I got all the Dark Horse stuff. It's volume one that I want to finish. That's going to be a mission and a half. But luckily enough, I have been finding them at dollar dollar boxes about 40 issues at a time. So I don't give a fuck. I take the whole stack and I'll, I'll throw them in my book bag and suffer all day from back <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's what I do. That, that's what a comic fan does. Folks, Like if you're a real comic fan, this is why you got to support this. That's you right. see the amazing independent creators 
all gathered in one. Pro- and do you see the fucking artistic value, the lettering, the the line work, everything? I mean, you know, editor, shout out too. I mean, you guys hope build something beautiful. And I, I will put, I'll put our books right up against Marvel and uh, DC, man. The the quality that we we could do that shit because the only thing that really DC Marvel have is you know they have the longevity of having these branded characters. They've been around for fucking eighty years plus. So that's what they have at their side. It's recognized. You know what I mean? Right. They, and, and this indie hotness, yeah, you know, not that it's new, but it's only really gotten hot since since maybe mid-80s, got really hot in 90s, and now it's really building to something more. It's going to take time, unfortunately. But I bet you once we hit that 80-year mark, you're going to see a shitload of motherfucking independent characters that are going to be household names. Alongside those big two characters, that's going to be fucking facts, dude. I I've been telling people, I've been telling people, the people in our books are going to be the people you're going to Artist Future Alley stars. to see. Future in, stars in, in five years, like not even, a, not even a question. These are the people you're going to be going to see at cons. Uh, Jay Sheik, you're going to see Matt Battaglia, you're going to see Jack Van Tomey, you're going to see Camilla Sims and Fern Lamb. You're going to be going for all of these the, the Hill Brothers, the Hill Brothers. People can be going crazy for their shit. Uh, I, I we, we've got to have a name like that, the Hill Brothers, you know, right? hell fun. yeah. Hell yeah. These are the people, these writers that we have, Casey Allen, Travis. I'm going to be the Hansons of Comics. It's going to be more than that, right? <laughs> Say that again? The Hansons of Comics? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't beat me up. Straight to that. Don't beat me up. You're, you're, you're aging yourself now. You know what? There's Perez Brothers. There's, there's three of us. Right? Comics. <laughs> Talk about the stretch goals altogether. We already spoke about these two. Is there going to be more? But what? What if overnight you make ten racks, man? Ten thousand, bro. What are we gonna? Are we gonna get that bear poster? Are we gonna get James and motherfucking fishnets? What are we getting? <laughs> if we get ten overnight, you tell me what you want. I'll do it. <laughs> Come to the studio. I'll put you on the sofa, the red sofa. Don't do it. Oh, I've fallen for that before. <laughs> Man, don't take a ride with my boys then. All right, so check this out. Awesome stuff right here. Oh, look at this. What the crazy hell? idea. Is that the really? is that the motherfucking chicken from family guy? He's starting trouble elsewhere. <laughs> uh, crazy. That's if you look at that, that's the exact framing of the uh graduate poster. Oh, oh okay. This okay. Mrs. Robinson is a chicken, dude. That <laughs> I had a wild fucking idea a week before the campaign, and three of my teams were down with it. A week when before the campaign. Were you in the campaign. bathroom again? When you came I was in the, the bathroom. bathroom. You see, the <laughs> bathroom, Jerry. Anytime, listen. If you, Christian, we need an idea, go to the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> dude, dude, I got three kids. The only place I can think is the bathroom. Right, right. Like, you don't want to come in here, kids. Trust me. Get yeah, crazy. no, no. The only piece I get where my brain can work is is sitting on the throne. Yeah, so listen, I said, listen, what if we did before, real quick for dads out there? Seriously, if you really want that quiet space, it is the bathroom. But by fart spray, and, and what you do is when somebody knocks, you spray that shit real quick. 
And I say, listen, I'm busy, and I doubt you want to come in here right now. Once they catch a whiff, they're just going to go away. 100%. Public service announcement by Al Mega. <laughs> there you go, servicing that. It's, just, it's been sponsored by Febreze. That is absolute. <laughs> oh, shit, you're killing me, guys. I love the posters. You know, look at this. Clouds and Ether all on digital with them. Are we getting them tablets, too, or are you being teasers? What's going on here? See, Gerardo <laughs> is an incredible artist. We got to do, uh, so far, we've only gotten to do one one-pager together at the Comic Jam. Uh, but more, Tom Linet did a comic with him that's in Tales of the Bazaar with a mutated dolphin that is badass and amazing. Uh, and, and C. Gerardo also, and, and forgive me, why don't you put it in the chat, he's been doing videos, the art for a musician. I can, I'm blanking on the musician's name, but these videos are on YouTube, and they're so cool, and his art is amazing. Just uh, just terrific. And, and also, he is uh, versatile as hell. Uh, but forgive me, I can't remember the name of the musician. Running downhill, downhill run? Uh, oh, I almost had it. It's something like that. So close. Por favor, All right, there we go. Look what we got. We got hey, a cameo. Ooh. Run downhill. I was right. That's what she said when she said her husband was home, man. Run, down run downhill. Home. Jump out the window, motherfucker. Hey, uh, no, James, run it. Tell them about uh, your these two tiers because they're crazy. Yeah, talk about this because this is pretty cool. All right, so we got a bunch of people on the uh, cameo one. So that that you can get your uh, likeness uh, into a uh, future future poem story. Uh, so that is you're prominently showcased in uh, one of the panels. It won't be like you're way back in the background. We're really gonna kind of showcase you in there so. You can show your friends and family that you're actually in a comic book. That's at the $130 level. Or if you're a real adventurous and you've got some cash, we can, uh, for $1,000, we're actually willing to make a whole story about you. So you can be a hero or a villain or something in between. And uh, we can uh, we, we can do some terrible things to you uh, in Fugitive Poem style. Look at me. I'm an we, angry man we, that I got white hair early in life on my beard. Look at this thing. It's glowing. Yeah. We can put you in there and, and kill you real good. Oh, well, I don't want to kill you real good. good. I'm a villain. I want to survive and, and bring terror at least for two storylines before I get horribly killed. At least let me <laughs> let me cause some real havoc and destruction that I'm feared. Let me let me reach that high and then get taken down. That's All the story. Right. That sounds like that sounds like three grand worth of guarantee to me. Yeah, you got you got big you got big goals, Al. Maybe maybe you're the first to do the thousand dollar one. Oh man, if I had that, if I had that, if I had it, you know what podcasting? You know what podcasting? It doesn't pay, but you know what? I get to meet hella great people. Cheers. See, Al, this is this is my kind of show. I'm digging this. That's what we do, man. We chilling like we're at a bar. We're talking comics, you know. And that's what it is. That's it. We're being fucking geeks. And Evan says, Mark! Evan, Capitelli and Evan Knapp. And I got to shout out Evan because this book title and theme exists because of Evan Knapp. Evan yeah. Knapp and I were talking and I told them that Mark Capitelli 
had said, why don't we do two books? Because we're masochists. And we decided to do it. And we had one theme. And I told Evan, Evan knows what volume four is. And I had one theme. And he said, well, you got to balance it out. If that's going to be heavy, we got to go dark. You got to go light and airy and ethereal with the other one. And I said, ethereal? Oh. And I had a list of possible titles, and I ran them down with my wife, Heather, my beautiful wife, Heather, and my buddy, Evan Knapp, and we nailed down of clouds and ether. And Mark Capitelli was right there to be the senior editor for it. So Evan uh, Evan is largely responsible for the, the theme of this book that every freaking team jumped on and ran with, and I'm so proud of it. So proud of it. So thank you, Evan. And thank you, Mark Capitelli, whose editing is uh, uh, bar none amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. I wonder who these gentlemen are. <laughs> so Evan saw this and said, how did James make himself look like a rock star and put all those bags under your eyes? <laughs> you know, like you've been smoking pot and stress for motherfucking years, bro. God damn. Well, the second yeah, part. You know what, though? Homie in the back, they're looking like Jesus Christ superstar and shit. What's going on from the 70s? Mother. I repent, James. I repent. I repent. So I so I, I did that. I did that picture, and then three weeks later, cut all my hair off. So. Yeah. <laughs> got you dick. did? See, Gerardo, I love that comic. Holy shit, you really did. Yeah. Motherfucker, oh, That's crazy. Oh. Really, you did. No, I love that comic. He did great. <laughs> hey, my God. Is he volunteering? Poor guy. Right, well, if, if I'm spilling the tea, if I'm spilling the tea here, then I will tell you that Mark is doing this. He was assigned as community service. So. Oh, it's gonna be, uh, uh, hey, but does he wear the orange jacket when he's motherfucking working? <laughs> And just have a garbage bag on the side. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I tell you, it's Mark. Mark's actually one of our only paid employees. That includes us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't gotten paid yet, but Mark has. <laughs> See, Mark, yo, oh, shit. Hey. Yeah. He, 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 you signed the NDA with DNA? I hope not. What going on here? Hey, and look at this. You guys at a show, just pimping game at a show. Terrificon 2022. There you go. We right, will back. be at Terrificon 2023. So if it's locked down, you know your booth already. Yeah, we got our we got our booth. We got we're we're ready to roll. <laughs> we are set. And we're gonna be uh at Silver Silver City. Uh, the day after free comic book day, where the hell did I put it? We're going to be oh, in Connecticut, Commerce of Comics. We're going to be at Silver City Con, I believe is what it's called. What? On really? the day, on the Sunday, the day after free comic book day. Okay. You mean like a one-day con? It's a, it it's a, a one-day con. It's uh, I think it's in its fourth year. Uh, 30 tables, and they, they sold out all the tables. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's going to be cool. It's uh, kind of a smaller one, more intimate, where you can uh, you really hang out with us and uh, and the other comic creators there. Give me where, credit. Where, where for was that Christian? I'm sorry. Do you remember what town that was in? I don't remember. I'm looking right now. Uh, Meriden, Connecticut. Oh, Meriden, right, 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 smack in the middle of Connecticut. You're scared, man. You're in the video, man. I'm going about Nightbreed. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> 
That's Don Simpson, who wanted a Fugitive Poems shirt and hung with us. Let me tell you something, Al. When you're working the table and you're talking to customers and there's a little little tap at your elbow and Don fucking Simpson says, do you take sugar in your coffee? You know that you've accomplished all your life's goals. I'm like, this was the <laughs> nicest man I've ever met. And he gave enough of a shit about me. He went to get coffee. He brought James and I coffee. I, and then he was uh, like, I want this shirt. And he wanted to buy it. And we gave it to him. And then he wore it on a show. And he has been a huge supporter of Fugitive Poems. And it's Don Simpson. I just can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Awesome. You see, man, the reach, you see how awesome the combo community is. Don't I let Twitter lie to you, all these social media. Combo community is so much more close. Everybody wants, like, loves to spread all the negativity, but at the end of the day, there's a lot more positivity than there is negativity. There really uh, yeah, is. We, you met so many people there, including the the quote-unquote big guys and the, uh, you know, the celebrity posts. They, they were so nice. Uh, I I, I forget. I forget the guy's name because I'm not really the comic guy. Christian, Christian, who was that guy that I I lent the uh, eraser and the uh, pencil sharpener to? Uh, I hope he wouldn't ask me. I just blanked. I hope he gave it back. He did. Okay, great. He wasn't Spanish then, Latino, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, older guy. I, I, I forget his name. But uh, we we had so much fun there, and the, even the the big quote unquote stars that were there all had time to talk to you and talk about their artwork and so forth. We met so many cool people there. What's going on here, yo? <laughs> That's our logo, man. That's uh, well, is there our logo? I was getting the words wrong. Uh, Hammer and the anvil, man. That's working it. Yeah, we're forging, forging comedy. Forged in forging fire, man. The forgers. The forge. Look at that. Look at this, folks. Listen. Look how look how simple this is for you guys. All right. So I know it, it's what the twenty Tuesday, right? Yeah. It, it ends. This ends Friday at seven p.m. Eastern Standard. So all you gotta do, just like me, you gotta do this, right? I'm gonna do this af- afterwards. Can't do it now. I ain't sharing my information. You pull out your wallet. See, I'm modern. I got these modern wallets. Yeah. So you pull out your wallet. You know, and then you pull out your card. And then you go ahead and handle your business and make sure you place an order today because, listen, you can show them just love. If you say you're not a fan, but you take their energy, you love the beard, you love the hair, you know what it is? Then you go place $10 without a reward. You know what I mean? You won't be subject to getting a, a poster of them on, on bear rugs and boxers. You, you, know? you can you buy know? me beard balm and oil. There you go. So now look. For as simple as five dollars, folks, five bucks. I mean, if you go to Starbucks, that's what you pick for coffee, and that's the nasty ass coffee. So, get something actually with more value. All right, right here for five bucks, you get that shit PDF one tail from the breach. You know, fifteen dollars, you get the basic binary breach digital copy, 25, you get a, a, a deluxe binary breach digital bundle, 30, you get a physical breach. What? Oh my god, that sounds nasty when you say it, that physical breach. It's like it almost hurt. Like, what do you mean? We start moving. I mean, what the fuck? You're scared you me. know you want it. No, no, but far from <laughs> breach inside the script. <laughs> Digital legacy bundle deluxe. You got some movie. Oh, CBV3. 
That reminds me of CB4, the movie. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that in years. That was a funny-ass movie. It was a party. It would never come out nowadays. <laughs> no, no, it was not. 1993. Yeah, it would, yeah. would have slapped him a lot if that came out now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Poor guy. You should have beat him up. That's what I would have done. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, Bill Hartman was in it. I forgot that. Bro, so when we got some signatures starting at 48 bucks, you mean? Y'all both sign it? How is this working out? Are you, are you guys neighbors? Yeah, you, we uh, work together. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so you guys are around each other all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. We, we met because we're both college professors at the same place. Oh, and, wow. uh, Professors, yep. come all right. A salute to the professors that are like celebrating the greatness of this. Yo, you guys, I, my glass. I gotta get some beers. I, I've been on the straight whiskey. We're doing all these shots. I'm shot in whiskey. You guys are doing uh, Christian's doing uh, Guinness there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, well, and, and everyone's asking a question here before we move any more forward. How many more three minute meets are you doing? We got them done for volume four, and we got more coming for volume three. I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping we get out a couple this week, but we're also going to use them to bridge into volume four uh, to finish up our volume threes because I got interviews with most of the people in the books. And, uh, and holy crap, are they interesting? Uh, these are incredible people. So, yeah, Evan, thank so you for asking. Again? YouTube, Fugitive, at Fugitive Poems. Well, not at, but the Fugitive Poems channel on YouTube. Please go and subscribe because we're putting out stuff every week. Incredible interviews Wait, with people. Don't just say subscribe, but you also say turn on notifications so they get that bump when it goes live. Like, hey, they're on, guys. So it's not subscribe, but notifications are very important. So, folks, I mean, that's how you support. Turn them on so that way you can give them that like and show them that love that you were there. Absolutely. Guys, these interviews are so good. These people are fascinating. These artists and writers and letterers. And I am so excited about everyone we work with. I've loved everyone we work with. And uh, you should meet them too. So go on, go on YouTube, go to Fugitive Poems, subscribe, click notifications, like the videos. We got a lot more coming. You're going to learn a ton about making comics and find out about a lot of cool projects. All right. So I before mean, we ask about this. What's this? You want to oh, go oh, find oh. out about Ben Human's Band of Bards project, Bro D Can't Be Broken, which is a young adult. You can read this with your kids, a young adult novel, and it is badass. And he yeah, was in Ben, ben Humanic was in volume uh, two of of uh, of uh, uh, from Containment Bridge. So definitely get on these videos. We got a lot of cool stuff. Thank you, Evan, for bringing that up. And, and what is this right here? Yo? What's that? That script review? What's going on? Hey, what, so, so I have a company, Tellworthy Creative Writing Services. I am a writing coach and an editor. Uh, I also work with advertising, the whole nine yards, and uh, um, <laughs> especially this interview. 
Uh, and uh, I'm a college professor and I write, I edit people's work all the time. And I'm also a comic writer and editor. So we figured we'd put out a tier where if you've got a comic script you've written, if you buy at that tier, you get a physical copy of Containment Breach Volume 3 of Clouds and Ether, and I will review a 24-page script of yours. And there's also right under that a portfolio review from James, who was an art professor. And James can explain what that means. Yeah, so uh, we, the, we picture these uh, tiers as sort of, monetizing what what we do with our contributors so when we go into the process we have um people that are sort of new to the game as well as you know people that have been doing it for a while but we you know we give the same treatment to every story i think i said earlier in the interview we really want the best out of every contributor that we get so we you know uh it we're not hands-off we we definitely delve in we uh sit there with you and you know, give you uh, everything that you need to get your best story and your best artwork out of you. So we thought with this tier, uh, tier we'd be willing to give that out to, uh, you know, to someone who's willing to uh, put up the cash. So uh, if you got stories in the uh, in your draw that you think are cool but need some work, uh, we actually did. Christian, did we ever get the tier up where we did both? <laughs> I, no, yeah, and, and I don't think we actually got that one up, but uh, yeah, we were actually going to do one where, where we. No, I meant whole... to. Sorry, yeah, my kids have been yelling. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I meant to get it up, and I forgot to. But uh, so so if you need help with the artwork, you can uh, you know you can click on one, or if you click on one and double <laughs> the price, you'll get both of us. Yes. You can't, you can't tell me that Howard Cortell wasn't drinking in the in the uh, in the booth for all those games. What's that bochinche? Uh, give me that bochinche. Well, you take a little shot. Yeah. I, won't, hey, I, listen, I, won't. I keep an I keep an office bottle. I, I'm living in the seventies. Oh, you do? You got one in the drawer, bro? <laughs> it's just, it's just, no, this, the seventies is in the drawer. Where you just put like, no, no, not at work. Not at work. Dirty ass cup. <laughs> yeah, the one that you never wash. Okay. You know, uh, salute, guys. Come on, come on. Not, not at work, wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> not at work. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm over here. You guys got me so messed up. I'm thinking I'm at my other desk trying to pull, pull my drawer out so I can get my weed out. You know? <laughs> Oops, I'm at the wrong place. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, we got to get there in person with you and really just just knock it out, man. Both oh sides are fucked up. We'll, we'll we'll do it'll look like uh drink taps, but it'll be comics. You know and, what I mean? We'll, we'll get litty, we'll talk comics, we'll have a blast, it'll be at the studio. Folks, we are CXC Studios. My boy Critic, shout out to uh, Keith Clep Napier. Follow my boy CX Studio, you know, oh, I'm CX <laughs> Clep CX, and also that we are critics, he's everywhere. That's my man right there. Uh we're partners in this and, and we're gonna have an awesome place where Amazing independent creators like yourselves are going to be able to come and actually do an awesome on-site live interview and not be looking like the three squares like we're on Hollywood squares and shit, you know, the yeah, yeah. But, the but, you know, after you start one, you know what I mean? So, and, and well, Al Mega has said that he's got a bottle of Don Perignon that uh, he's going to you open. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, listen, if you so guys I'm gonna come. Be, I'm going to be traveling up tomorrow. Oh, hold on. Let me show you. 
Oh, he's gonna grab it. So, so we're we're gonna claim that one. James, we may bring out the worst in people. Celebrate with my homies. So whoever come through first, right? Look at this baby right here. I ain't, I ain't fucking around. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! So we can be there in a couple of hours. What? <laughs> we'll, we'll get fucked up, and it'll be a great time. So let's make yes. it happen, dude. Dude, but there's yeah. no if we're first. You give us a date, and we'll be there. That's it. Okay, we're gonna make it happen, folks. And, and I'm again, claiming first. Folks. I'm claiming dibs on first. <laughs> and this is gonna happen, folks. Uh, if you're an independent creator in the Northeast area, New York, Connecticut, Mass, you know what I mean. Um, hit us up. You know, if you want to hit up the studio, we could do something a little bit different, and, and hopefully make even your campaign look even better and wilder. That's right, baby. Uh, everybody's all, all, all wilding over here. They, they love the seventies idea with the heavy ashtrays too. That's right, with like fifty. 50 oh, yeah. Marlboros or Winston's. 50 Winston's. <laughs> Those big crystal ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah you, mean, the ones you can kill a man with. Holy shit, bro. All right, guys. So before we go, what 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 is the best advice based from that second campaign to this second campaign where it was all which is already funded, but we need more folks? Make it rain on these guys. I'm telling you, you're gonna get some good goodies. What were the lessons learned that you could share? You know, we brought in um Liz Fulda from Sphinx uh, PR, who's given us some awesome advice and guidance. We're learning every single day. Um, and, and uh, you know, we joked about this earlier, but you talked to us about press releases and I figured that out and I, and it was a thing, you know, I want to, I want to write for a living. Uh, my dream is to sit in a room where someone brings me food and drink and I write, and that's all I really need. And if there's a window <laughs> in that room, that'd be cool. And if there isn't, that's fine. I j that's I all I want. You so, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to get into that, I have more requests, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I have to, <laughs> Natalie Portman, uh, Salma Hayek, Penelope Cruz. Anyway, I have to. Natalie is mine. And so is Salma. Stop it. I, wait, wait, wait. Now we're going to compete. No <laughs> Dom for you. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have had to learn all this business end of things. James has had to learn all this business end of things. It's not what we want to do, but we want to do this. And we have, we, we feel responsible. We've got these incredible indie artists in our books and we want the world to see them. We want the world, the middle age trifecta. I had a quadfecta. Is that quadfecta? Is that a thing? Um, I, I want the world to see the art of these incredible writers and artists and letterers and colorists. I want the people to see what James and I are doing and what all these other incredible folks, Mark Capitelli has a story in volume four with Jimmy gangs, Tom Beavis and James knocking the shit out of the coloring. Amazing. And I mean, we want people to see all these incredible artists and writers and letterers and colorists. And uh, so we're working it. We're learning the business side uh, and it, it's working. I mean, here we are at a hundred backers on this campaign and I'm so excited and I'm uh, looks like we're going to tip over five, five grand and that's awesome. And we want the fourth one to do even more uh, because we want the world to see this shit. We're making, this is what I want the world to know. We're making great 
shit. And I'm not being braggadocious. I'm telling you, there's there's elbow grease, there's work ethic. We are we are nose to the grindstone. Insert your cliche here. We're yeah, working not- our asses off for yeah. these books, and you're gonna see it. It's not it's the not apology we need. It's not bragging when you bust your ass. We've been busting ass for quite a while now, and it's starting to pay off. Uh, watch out. We are fugitive poems. We make comics. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Again, let me put that one up again. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's right. For real. You know, thank you, guys. Christian, James, you guys are amazing. You keep doing what you're doing. Keep celebrating independent. Keep showing off that new talent keep bringing us that game stepping up that game i uh, love it and, and mark you're absolutely right it's never bragging when you can back it up because that's called stating facts and, and the fact is that y'all are killing it and nope. you know and, and it proves it y'all volume three y'all got volume four ready to go so once this is done and these backers get their books. Guess what? Number four, open them wallets again because you're about to get some even more greatness on a whole different level. You already saw, you already heard, folks. These these motherfuckers are teasing us all night, so I already know what the theme is. I don't want to say it out loud, <laughs> uh, but but there's some things going on. You know what I mean? So we're gonna get some some fire, baby. That's right, Dan Price. We gotta give them that that, that, that shout, that salute. And praise, you know, amazing people like this that actually know what independent means and just celebrating awesome people and, and giving people a chance as well to show off how creative they are. Because, you know, a lot of people just need that just one opportunity and the floodgates could open. So thank you for being to our openers as well. You know, that, you know, we need more people like you, you know, gate openers, not gatekeepers. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That's, that's where the true creativity comes from. The yeah, originality absolutely. that you know pushing new bounds, not not a rehash of a rehash. Or, you know, unfortunately, that's so much of our society now. It's a rehash of oh, this was done in the '90s, and now we're doing another version of it. You don't get none of that shit from Fusion Poems. We are making original shit. Yes, and, uh, please. If you, if you appreciate that, support us. Give us, uh, give us your hard-earned cash, and we will spend it wisely. We are trying to up the game. We're You're up not the trying. Game. You are yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. So You're doing. You're no one, no one who buys this book is going to say, "Oh my God, I wasted my money." You're, you're going to enjoy what you got. Uh, there's, there's no way you can't. And it's, it's not, you know, it's not something that you can read in five minutes either. This is, uh, you know. I'll stand, you, I'll stand on my head for these books, man. I'll stand on my head. I know what uh, you mean, but yeah, this I this stuff we, we put our our heart and soul into this. Um, so you know, come out and support us and support support what we're doing because it's important. You know, in a world of kind of rehashes and stuff, you know, the, this is where creativity happens. Exclamation point! <laughs> Perfect. The way you ended that sentence, exclamation point right there, as Evan said. Evan is is one of our original fans and, you know, a good friend of ours. He's been been at it from the beginning. He always shows up at these interviews. Thanks, Evan. I love love Evan. I love Evan. uh, We keep saying we're going to come out. We got to go out to uh, Portland and see our boy. 
Yo, you better go out to Portland and you better hide a beer under the table for when, for when Evan come. Hopefully, he's over eight. I'm not trying to endorse on the age drinking. <laughs> Just saying, I am not spending myself in trouble. Um, <laughs> no, but for you guys, uh, Chris and James, you guys are awesome. I appreciate the crap out of you. I wish I had another shot and I'm not opening this bottle until you guys come to the studio. And look at it. And it was funny. This logo looks like my original Comic Crusader logo shape. Yes. So it, it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. My original I'll, logo had that shape. So I'm, I'll I'm give us a date that. and we will be there. And we'll bring whiskey to go with the champagne. <laughs> and bring all those books, you know, bring that long box of good shit so we can show up more books. And yeah. uh, I'm, I might need that stereo there and I'll get the old Fisher speaker. <laughs> all right. I'm not, I'm not giving you my address, Al. <laughs> Come on, I got I got lots of guns. I, I, got, I got lots of guns to protect my shit. So uh, I'm Puerto Rican. I only use knives. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, all right. You never bring a knife to a gunfight. Hey man, this time out, we, we we don't want to be a whole year off your show. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna. Uh, it better not be over 200 goddamn episodes later that you guys want yeah. to come on. You're here. Dude, you understand how excited I am that you were the last interview of this campaign. You you crowned our campaign, sir. We're this is we're, we're done with interviews for a little while because Almega is the top right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for making me the top. So we'll right. be back in we'll be back in July to uh to to pimp out the next one. You know what? Four. Even, even no, check this out. I'll tell you right now, I was supposed to take a vacation in July, but you tell me the when, and you'll be my only interview in July. Done. All right, we'll figure that out. No, you Done. tell me when. You'll be my only we can, we can flow right terrific on over to you. That's Maybe exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> Thank you. The plan has been formed, folks. It has been stated live on air after Terrificon. These gentlemen will be at. Well, that's we're gonna do it. We'll see if we can all get thrown out of Terrificon for uh, for uh, we'll being rowdy. Oh, you don't want to be drunken disorderly. And uh, let's go. Let's make it happen. I, I, I'll have some crusaders there with us. Don't you worry. We'll the some, uh, some of the nice Native class. American. Uh, uh, security guys in there, and they can throw us out. Well, oh, <laughs> throw us all out in a pile. I'm I'm gaining weight, so hopefully they pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I appreciate you, folks. You know what it is. I've been showing this off all through the show. Please visit the website at fugitivepoems.com. They have links that lead you straight to the Kickstarter. With three days left, seventy hours right, right about now, I think, or seventy-one hours. Make that happen. Hours. Over on Twitter and IG and also YouTube, because again, you can hashtag on YouTube. Remember, you could own your name now. So, Fuji Poems, look them up on every single platform. They got a lockdown, three days left, and then volume four is going to come, baby. And it's going to be right for the season for when it receives in your house. And you know what it is, all right? So, everybody, so salute to your whole team. You know, hey, wepa, you beat them up with that. <laughs> you know what? See, I, I absolutely agree because that's what it is. They're going to get jealous and I get these MFers out of here. So, Evan, C, everybody, Mark, Tom, 
the whole squad. James, Chris, and thank you to my fellow Crusaders that have been tuning in. You know what I mean? It means a lot. So make sure to uh, check out ComicCrusaders.com. Follow the channel. Turn on them notifications. Subscribe. Peep me gente all over on the UndercoverCaves.com as well. All right? You know what it is. We celebrate comics of all forms, whether they're independent or two. It don't matter. If you're doing some good shit, we got your back. And we support people like Christian and James that just like us are on this mission to definitely showcase new talent and show you what the future holds. So, again, thank you for sharing in that mission. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in again. I appreciate and love every single one of you. Hasta la próxima. And guess what? Thank you for listening to Thank the Conversators podcast. podcast. If you like the content, you like please the subscribe content, please and turn on notifications. notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at ComicCrusaders.com. And also, make sure to download the ComicCrusaders app on the Play Store today.